0: Hello and welcome again to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. I run this free podcast uh, five days a week to help people become more financially aware, to improve their financial situation and you know be happier about money. So thanks for tuning in on, on Facebook Live and on my podcast, which you can find on iTunes and Stitcher. I was at the gym earlier today, believe it or not. Uh, trying to burn off those Christmas pounds and I noticed that it was uh, you know quite full more more people there than usual I just go during the day when it's quiet but today it was like a lot of people there a lot of new faces I saw. But of course we know that in January a lot of people join the gym they want to lose weight they want to get fit and you know it's a peak month isn't it for, for January and the, the gyms have special offers and that sort of thing in January. But unfortunately many of these members will have dropped out Within a few months and, and that's sad, uh, you know, because they, they perhaps get, it, get get enthusiastic about it for the first few weeks and then, you know, it becomes less and less. They start going twice a week, then once a week, then, you know, maybe once every couple of weeks, once a month, and then it's it's tailing off towards the end of the year, isn't it? So we, we know that and it, it's really the things we do every day that count, not the things we do once in a while or or after Christmas when we put on a bit of weight, Right. Just like, you know, you wash every day, you brush your teeth every day, you don't do it, you know, now and again, you, you'll do that. It's the things you do every every day. And, and that's the same with with fitness. And, you know, if you really want to lose weight and, and live a healthier lifestyle and, and be healthier and fitter, you have to change your habits. You know, if you want to you know burn off less calories and 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 eat less you've got to change that that habit you can't just be say going to the gym for a little while and then getting back to eating the wrong foods and and not doing any exercise and so on you know i always notice that people drive to the gym and then walk five miles on the treadmill can't understand it why not you know walk to the gym jog to the gym cycle to the gym save electricity from the uh from, from the the treadmill and, and use their car list, save the planet. But anyway, that, that's just another little fun thing of mine. Um now, as I said, if you want to be healthy, you've got to change your lifestyle. Similarly, if you want to be financially healthier and, and you know get out of debt, be financially free, then you need to change habits as well. But these are not eating and, and, and drinking habits, these are your spending and lifestyle habits. Yeah? Now we talked recently about banks ramping up overdraft charges and people living on credit cards for for, for years and years. So you've got to get out of these habits, and just like eating healthily or training, uh, money management is a is a lifelong process. If you if you're managing money and you you're, you're keeping on top of things, but you stop it for a couple of months, then you know your, your your finances will fall into disrepair. Just like if you are currently fit or you're currently at a certain weight, but you you stop training, you stop eating the right food, you stop stop those habits that got you there. Then you know your your body will soon put on weight and you you won't be so healthy and it doesn't take that long you know experts say that if you're you're training and you know you're you're building those muscles, it only takes a few weeks of not training and not doing those exercises and your your muscles can can deteriorate very fast, especially as you get older and it's the same thing with with finances. it's called you know it's in other words its don't let the grass grow under your feet as as the saying goes. You know, you've got to keep on top of your finances as well as your health, as well as your relationships and other things in life, your work, you know, dealing with your children. All of these, you've got to keep on top of them. Otherwise, as Jim Rohn used to say, the weeds will take the garden. Now, money management, I've written about this extensively in my book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. And I actually give you a system in here. Uh, One of of the systems, actually several systems. One of the systems is the, the three R's of money management formula. And in there, we talk about uh, the three R's, which are read, record and revise, read and review all of the things in your, read your bank statements, read, read things re- relating to your mortgage and your credit cards and everything. Read loan agreements before you sign them, revise them, revise the credit cards, look for, for better deals in credit cards, look for better mortgage deals, revise things and finally record. And I'm going to go on to that in a second record income and expenditure. Because I also go into something called the the Smart Money Manager, uh, S-M-A-R-T, the Smart Money Manager system. And, and one of those, the smart, you know, spend wisely, manage your money, accumulate wealth over time, read and review your finances on a regular basis and track your income and expenditure. And that's what I want to talk about now. That's just one of them, the T in, in tracking your uh, expenditure and income. On a daily basis or on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. Yeah, as long as you're tracking it and you're keeping it, in, in a track of it. Now remember that education is key to a successful financial life. We know that as kids, we go to school from five to 16 or 18 or sometimes 21, you know, decades in school. And yet most students leave school knowing little or nothing about finances. And that's why they're, they're, they're hoodwinked into the bank to, to taking out more credit cards because, oh, you need to build your credit score, don't you? Um, and, you know, for us later on to give you a mortgage secured on a property. So we'll give you this unsecured credit card now so you can build your so-called credit score. So people are, are leaving school and university with virtually no uh, financial knowledge or, or any, they don't know anything about money. They don't know how mortgages work. They, they don't realize that, you know, you take a credit card. It's all very well. But, you know, you're going to pay that back with interest many times over. They just don't think about it. They think, oh, you look on a credit card statement and it says um, balance. Let's say you, you, you've you got a 10,000 limit, which is a lot of money to give to somebody. You know, here's a 10,000 pound limit on a credit card. And so your balance is a thousand pounds. It's a balance interest. You think, well, that's not very much. It's only a, you know, a few pounds. And then it says available to spend. £9,000. Oh, it's such a nice thing. Spend. Spend's a nice word, isn't it? Save is like, oh, you're depriving me of something. But spend? Everyone wants to spend. So it says on the card, on some of the statements, anyway, I've got, available to spend £9,000. Isn't, isn't that tempting you? It should I mean, it should really say available to, to go more into debt. You can go £9,000 more into debt, but it wouldn't say that, would it? You know, here's £9,000. You can go further into debt. You can spend further years paying this money off so people are what i'm saying here is in 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 a nutshell is that people are leaving school with little or no financial education and when i was a financial advisor you know i did a lot of courses and sat sat exams and even if you do a a very basic financial financial advisor course you could be you know far ahead you'd you'd be miles ahead of anybody of the average person in in the street with in terms of finance and i know this because you know after going on a course for say 2 or 3 weeks I went out and saw people and advised them. And I I, I knew a lot more than them, even though two or three weeks earlier, I didn't know anything. So just doing a basic financial advisor course online or some sort of financial course will put you way ahead and it will really open up your eyes to to the world of finances. So education is key. And so make sure you you try and educate yourself or do a course uh, or take courses. A lot of free courses I can tell you about that, that would educate you on property investment on on stock market investments all these sorts of things but you can do it yourself you can read a book you can just become more informed you know you can read quality newspapers at the weekends like the sunday times the telegraph or, or or daily the times the financial times If you can't don't want to buy it go down your library and read it for free and and then you will start to become more financially aware and you'll see what's going on watch tv shows like martin lewis's show. Um, He's the guy that started that, that website, um, I don't know what it was, Go compare one of those comparison sites. He made a fortune from that. But he does a very interesting TV show where he, he looks at basic finances and, and speaks in, in normal language. So watch out for his shows. You can catch them online. I think it's on ITV. A very good show on the radio is the BBC Money Box show, which you can probably find on the BBC Sounds app um that that's probably the only show i know on tv or radio that goes in depth into things like pensions or uh, pension rights and and mortgages but in depth they bring on experts it's a bit dry it's not as entertaining as as martin Lewis, but it's the only show i know that goes into fund manager charges more it's more in depth but you, you'll soon pick it up they they explain it very well so i recommend uh bbc radio's money box i mean at very least Keep a record of your income and expenditure. Now you can do this on a spreadsheet. You can do this on one of the many apps there are on your on your smartphones or on on, on a laptop or a computer. Or you can even use a good old notebook and pen. Right. Just write down. What did you spend today? What did you you, you earn today? What, what's come in? What's gone out? And you'll be amazed just from that. And, and also look at your your regular payments that go out by standing order or direct debit straight out of your bank account. And your credit card as well, and look, look, and then look, and then you'll see, you know, where are you this month? You know, can you afford? Uh, are you going to run out of money at a certain period in the month? Well, it, then, then you'll know from from your 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 record, and then you'll be able to do something about it, rather than you know running out of money and going into overdraft territory, where the banks are now going to charge you forty percent, 4-0, percent for 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 an overdraft, and and if you listen to my episode. Uh, a day or so ago, you can find out a bit more about that. But it, it's it's a complete ripoff when the banks can can get money from you and, and and pay you a quarter percent on your savings and then lend it out, you know, 40, 50 times more uh, uh, to, to you on a, on an overdraft. But the point, the key is not to get into overdraft territory and not to get into a situation where you're living on credit cards and juggling credit cards and, you know, trying to pay off one with an interest free deal and going over here. Or by the way, they say interest free, but they charge you a two percent fee, and and you know you're not juggling your cards and and that sort of thing. So that's that comes with managing your money. and Then you won't be be doing that. And remember that the banks are are there not to, to help you; they're there to make money. I worked for a bank for many years when I was in financial services, one of the high street banks, and they are a money making machine. That's all they do; they just make money. Every month or two, they have a new campaign. They bring in new posters and and train the staff. And so right this month, we're going to push credit cards. Uh, so everyone that comes in the branch, you say, have you got, a, do you need a credit card? Do you need a cheaper rate? Would you like to review it? And the next month it's mortgages. We're going to push mortgages. You know, have you reviewed your mortgage? And this is why when you walk into the branch, you, you, you know, you do something, and they say, have you reviewed your mortgage? Would you like to see our mortgage advisor? That's what they're there to do, to sell you products. They don't make money just from people with, you know, £10 in their bank. They make money from selling you financial products from the charges they make on, on, on accounts and you know the money that they've got flowing through. The banks through something called fractional reserve lending can lend out not just the money they've got on deposit from you and I, they can lend that out you know, 10 times and more. Uh, they can lend money that they haven't got. You and I would probably get arrested for that, but the banks, it's, it's normal practice. Look up fractional reserve lending. You'll be amazed at what goes on. So what I'm saying is um, don't let the banks you know take your wealth with your credit card because it's all the same the banks they own the credit cards and 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 the whole financial system they've they've got us all covered one way or the other Now we need banks obviously i i use banks to borrow money to buy assets but i don't use banks to for overdrafts and and to to, to buy consumer goods and cars and that sort of thing well sometimes you use uh, car finance obviously if it's if it's cheaper than buying cash but what i'm saying is use use that wiser we all need to borrow money and, you know, that you, you can become very wealthy borrowing money, but you can also become very poor borrowing money. You can become wealthy using other people's money to buy assets, but you can also become bankrupt by just not managing your money and, and getting into a situation where, you know, your interest payments are more than your net disposable income. And that's that's what you, you don't want to be in that situation. So so that's the lesson today. Uh, if, you, if you want to find out more about my book, check it out on Amazon and uh, it's called yes money can buy you happiness I, I took years to write this i put all my 25 years of knowledge into that so so check it out check out the smart money manager system and and then you will become more financially aware and and once once you've got that awareness and once you you you've got the picture in front of you of your of where your money is going because it's it's all in your head it's all a bit uh, hazy but if you start writing this down and you, you start you know looking at where it's going You'll be far better off and, and it will change your life. The people I saw over the years, uh, probably 90% of people just didn't know what was happening. So where's the money go? I don't know where it went. I, how much have I earned in the last 40 years? And I, I'd work it out roughly. Well, you've earned 500,000 in the last 20 years. How much have you got left now? And they say, well, uh, nothing. I've got 50 quid in an account and uh, I've got a big mortgage and that's it. And, and they, where did it all go? And they don't know. And they don't even know what's going out this month and next month. They've got no idea. But the smart people I saw, the people who had money, the people who were happier and, and felt more secure and, and comfortable in their life, they knew exactly what was coming in and what was going out. One guy said to me, yeah, of course I keep a, a spreadsheet. How, how, how could you not live without that? How, how could anybody exist without a spreadsheet? Okay, maybe he's an analytical type of person, you know, and, and that's fine. Be a bit analytical. Be like the analyticals that... You know, the accountant types, the, the, the bean counters, if you like. They, they know what's coming in and they know what's going out. And therefore, they're happier. They're more content. You know, if you ask them how much is your mortgage, they'll say it's £500 and 42p. They'll they'll, they'll know what the rate is. They'll know what the deal is. They'll know when that deal is going to expire so they can go and get another deal. They're on top of their, their utilities. They know how much they're paying every month for, for gas and electricity. They know exactly when they can go back and start reviewing that contract when that contract has expired. You know, they're changing around from from gas supplies and electricity supplies to get the best deals. They are the people on top of things. And there's no reason why you can't be the same. Because if you can save, you know, £50 here, £100 there, £200 there, or £1,000 a year. I mean, I've saved sometimes on a mortgage by changing products £5,000 in a year. I mean, that's incredible amounts of money. People go out to work for that sort of money. and and after tax. So you you can save this by by managing your money and keeping on top of the situation. So that's all for now. Thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and enjoy more money. Thanks for listening. Have a great evening. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com.